Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who coined the phrase social distancing, (laughs) Shay Kilmer. (laughs) Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like panic people love buying toilet paper, (laughs) then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and write us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you can get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. So Shay, how have you been holding up during this crazy time out there? I, thank goodness, have been doing quite well, Yeah, actually. You and your family and your daughter and everybody? Yeah, everyone's doing great. No, it's hysterical, though. I mean, it's not funny. Yeah. But my dad had double pneumonia oh, um, wow. probably a few weeks before this whole stuff started happening. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's not allowed to go out in public because you have no idea the stares he would get if he tried to go out. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, I'm glad everybody is okay. I know what the seriousness of everything that's going on out there. You know, our little sex and dating thing that we got going on here, it seems a little trivial, but it's important for us to, you know, keep things going for no other reason than to see if we can, like, make some people out there smile, um, give them, like, a sense of normalcy, you know what I mean? And so, if we can do that, even just for a minute or two, then we've done our jobs, don't you think? Yeah, I'm, I think everyone is having a bit of, not everyone, but a good chunk of people are having a mini freak out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of it's legit, but a lot of it's panic-driven, too. And it's funny because so many of my friends have had the same conversation, like, yes, something serious is going on. Yeah. Hoarding toilet paper or bread or anything (laughs) like that is not going to help anyone, first and foremost. Right. Secondly, grocery stores are going to restock, I promise. Yeah. And then... The other thing that we always say is that how this is the whole reason why nobody tells us about what's in Area 51. <laughs> That's true. So like the old phrase goes, you know, facts, not fear. So just listen to the facts of what's going on. You don't need, you know, 400 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> so also people out there don't need me to tell them how, you know, this whole thing has ground the whole country and, and everyone's lives to a halt. One of the things that has utterly stopped for most people, I know it has for me, uh, is their dating lives. Yeah, for sure. Like, how about yours? I mean, I've been making do with dates. Yeah. What what I've done is, A, make sure it's a date that I actually want to go on, first and foremost. Right. And by doing that, I make sure that I'm talking to them for a good chunk of time and yeah. making sure 
that I actually kind of sort of want to meet them. Yeah. And they're not just like attractive online. Right. Um, and making sure I'm not going to get like chopped up. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a big <laughs> one, guys. Right. Um, it's high on the list. And I, th- it's just honestly being creative. Like, yeah. I just had a cool little like coffee date. But instead of like going into the coffee shop, um, we just went around the drive through. Yeah. Um, got coffee and just talked for an hour in the car. Right. Well, it's funny that you said you have to be creative because that's kind of what we're going to talk about here is, you know, the dating apps are still functioning. They're still they didn't shut down like businesses out there. I honestly think they're probably booming because of how bored some of these single people are. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I'm sure you saw it because you're on the apps just as much as I am. The apps put out you know, messages telling people um, <laughs> it's best not to meet during this time. Yeah, right. You know, they're taking the social distancing thing. Pretty They're serious. taking it serious. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you should just have like virtual dates instead. And we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit too. But um, so they're on board. They, they know that it probably isn't a good idea to go on dates. But of course, you know, most Americans are stupid and they don't li- <laughs> and they don't listen and we have problems with authority. You know, Americans have superiority complexes. So mm-hmm. there's tons of people out there who are violating the stay at home orders. You know, like earlier today, uh, I was out jogging uh, through the park uh, because my freaking gym is closed and I saw like 15 people playing basketball. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's not much. That's not okay. That's not social distance. I don't think no. that's what they had in mind when they said social distance. And I distancing. think like being outside and like taking a run or like yeah. taking your dog for a walk or going to a dog park, like those things are all, you're able to go outside, but right. you're still keeping your social distance. Like my right. dog is my dog and we can go to a dog park because dog parks are mainly for dogs. Right. <laughs> and you just walk around and keep six feet away from the next person that you see with their dog. Yeah. Like... But playing basketball, I can promise you, <laughs> is not social distancing because y'all can try to say, oh, like we won't get that close. I know you boys. You yeah. boys are competitive as fuck. Fuck yeah. Like it's a basketball game on a like little court. This is not the NBA, guys. Right. But I mean, I get it because I'm super competitive too. Like yeah, I yeah. played volleyball in gym and I wanted to slaughter some of my teammates because they didn't know <laughs> what the hell they were doing. Right. I get it. You're competitive, but not the time to be competitive right now. Go on a video no. game. Right. They're all bouncing and rubbing up against each other. And yeah. Breathing COVID-19 in each other's faces. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so if that's true, that not a lot of people out there are taking it seriously or following the whole social distancing thing, then I'm sure there's also tons of people out there who don't want to put their dating life on hold either, and they're willing to violate that all the little social distancing norms that they're they're trying to do there in order to keep their dating game on. Now, I'm sure we're here being a little bit contradictory because <laughs> I have gone on dates since this whole thing you has started. You have? You're right. I feel like you haven't gone on dating forever. Well, it, it, I guess you would have to define date, but I mean, <laughs> right. I haven't not had female company since this started. How does that sound? Oh. What about you? You had a coffee date, so you didn't not date during this whole thing either. No, I'm just more surprised that you had a date. I haven't <laughs> I haven't heard it. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds so mean. I didn't What mean. does that mean? <laughs> you just haven't told me about any dates in forever. I know. We don't talk we talk a lot more about Shay's dates than we do mine. Why is that? We need to talk about your dates. I don't know. They're nothing special. 
Damn. <laughs> I'm going to laugh so hard if they're listening to this right now and be like, oh, I'm nothing special. Okay. No, they all know they're all special. I treat all my dates special. So anyway, back to the point. Now, for the sake of everyone's health, you shouldn't be violating the social distancing things. But we're not your mother, so we can't tell you what to do. So if you're going to violate it for the sake of dating, then I figured we'd give you some suggestions on how you can still continue dating while following as many you know safety guidelines as you can. Agreed. Now, there's no bars open. You know, and, and I know people all over the country are listening to this, and there are some states that still have bars and rest, restaurants what? open. Yeah, because they haven't experienced, like... The pandemic? Right, right. <laughs> it, like, I think, uh, as of Shay and I recording this, like, Oklahoma and Idaho and a, a couple other states around there, like, North and South Dakota and Wyoming, because, you know, nobody lives there. Right. So it's there's nobody harm. to spread a virus. Right. But all the... all <laughs> the can get so much, like, how dare you? Yeah, right. I like, I'm in Wyoming and I'm sick with the virus. Thanks a lot, fucker. Um, so the majority of the country, though, bars and restaurants are closed, which is the majority of where people go on dates, right? Right. So... That obviously is not an option. Definitely not here in Chicago or California or New York or some of the more fun places to hang out. No, I'm just kidding. All of you people who don't live. Those of you who live in Wyoming, we love you. And North and South Dakota. Man, you're just going hard on them today. (laughs) So, you know, the point is it limits the amount of places you can go. So if you insist on being in person with with other people with a date... Then I recommend a concept that I call quarantine and chill. Oh, <laughs> funny. Okay, I'm prepared. All right, it's what like, is this concept, it, sir? Well, it's obviously a spinoff of Netflix and chill. Obviously. And we know what Netflix and chill is. Usually, Netflix and chill has nothing to do with Netflix or chilling. It has to do with getting together and hooking up. Maybe the Netflix menu, maybe you got that far to scroll through the Netflix menu Honestly, before. Honestly, if you... No, this is what needs to happen. You have to have at least something started. That's how it goes. Okay, yeah. I've never really used that Netflix and chill concept on people. I think it was more of a millennial thing, which you definitely are. So fill people in on the Netflix, the the rules of what qualifies as Netflix and chill. So this is the thing. I get pissed because honestly, (laughs) I so badly, like if someone's like, oh, hey, this came out on Netflix. Let's say I don't have Netflix. I do have Netflix, but let's just say. Who doesn't have Netflix? Shh. Let's Even just Wyoming, say- they have Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for his behavior, Wyoming. I apologize. It's from being in the house. I'm all punchy. Oh, my goodness. He's worse than normal, guys. <laughs> um, So <laughs> let's just say someone doesn't have Netflix for whatever. Or how about this? How about Disney Plus? Let's say, hey, I have Disney Plus. Why don't you come watch the new movie that they just released on Disney Plus? Or The Mandalorian. Yeah, Exactly. I fucking want to watch it. Let me see, Baby Yoda. Are you fucking kidding me? Don't kiss my neck. Get the fuck off me. I'm watching TV. Stop kissing me. (laughs) I am in my fucking footy pajamas, ready with my popcorn to watch this Baby Yoda. Leave me alone. Um, But (laughs) I love this. So if a guy asks you to Netflix and chill, you're like, all right, then you better be spinning up that fucking Netflix. Yeah, like when a woman's like, would you like a nightcap? Would you like to come in and get a nightcap? Um, <laughs> and she actually just gives them a nightcap and they sleep in separate rooms. Hysterical, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I... 
<laughs> I actually just don't go over anymore when they're like, oh, you want to come watch Netflix? It's like, oh, so you just want to get out of actually taking me on a date. Cool. And you just want the end result. You suck. Cool beans. So I don't go for that anymore because um, I'm a queen and I need to be treated like one. And <laughs> coming out feisty today. Yeah. Um, guys suck. Sorry. If Yeah. If you guys didn't catch that, I am now back on Tinder. So come find <laughs> me. Right. Thank you. Don't ask her to Netflix and chill. I swear to God. So you know what? I love your viewpoint on this. It got you going. So we're we're gonna have to. Am do I a, feisty right now? I think yeah. I am kind of feisty. What happened? <laughs> we're gonna have to do an episode soon about just Netflix and chill. I think so. I think so. Anyways, but what the, the concept back. is? Yes, what the yeah. concept of Netflix and chill is? Is a guy says, "Hey, or girl, I guess I could." Not trying to be sexist over here. Either party can be like, hey, you want to come over? Let's um, watch so-and-so TV show. Or do you just want to watch some Netflix? Whatever. Um, and then you get over there. And it probably will be like, hey, what show do you want to watch? Blah, blah, blah. If you haven't talked about it. You put on a show. And literally within, I don't know, 10 minutes, he, they start kissing. And then they start taking off their clothes. And then, oh, you fucked. Yeah. And then you go home. With no Netflix. No Netflix. And you probably like made it to the end of the first half. Yeah. If you get, I, that's more than I said. I said usually it's just the Netflix menu is all you get <laughs> to. So, um, all right. So we'll talk later in a different episode in more in depth about Netflix and chill. But as far as quarantine and chill, the concept is pretty much the same. But the big difference here is that you fully intend on having a full date. It's not just to come over and get naked and treat each other's bodies like they're amusement parks. It's actually a full date with dinner and drinks and conversation. But because you can't do that at a bar or a restaurant, then if you want to have the hooking up or whatever afterwards like Netflix, Netflix and chill, then that's your prerogative. But before that happens, you, you do go through a full date. You can either do takeout, you could do delivery, or you could cook dinner, which would be a nice touch. You know, that's mm-hmm. a little bit more of a impressive, romantic have, feel to it. Yeah, I have one of those dates on Friday. I have, he's cooking, I think we're doing steak and pasta. Ooh, yum. Num. I'm excited. Can I come? No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get your own Netflix or whatever, quarantine right. and chill date. You stop by and you're like, oh, and by the way, I brought my friend John because he yeah. really likes pasta yeah. and steak, of course. That's funny. This dude is so chill. He'd be like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, hey, dude, what's up, man? I'll leave right after dinner. Yeah, right. And then you guys can do whatever your plan is on doing. All right. We're going to pause, but don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Everyone is mad dashing to the grocery store right now to get their essentials. But now you don't have to with Omaha Steaks. You know, several years back when I was doing the low-carb diet, hardcore, I subscribed to Omaha Steaks Delivery Service, and it was the best thing ever. Because the hardest thing with the high-protein diet is you get bored eating the same thing all the time. But Omaha Steaks had so many different kinds of choices, it never got boring. Well, then this will excite you. Announcing Omaha Steaks Stock Up Sale. For a limited time, Omaha Steaks is offering this sale to cover all your needs with a variety of steaks, seafood like salmon, halibut, and lobster, 
chicken, pork, burgers, easy to make meals, and even desserts, which you know all my favorite. Yum. <laughs> so that's right. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. And while you're at it, send a care package to loved ones stuck in the house to make sure their freezers are fully stocked too. And if you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, into the search bar, you'll get free shipping right to your doorstep on orders of $69 or more. So take advantage of this limited time offer using the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at omahasteaks.com. So with quarantine and chill after the dinner and all that, you know, obviously the Netflix part is optional. Now... The big problem here is that in order to do quarantine and chill date, especially if it's a first date, then someone has to obviously go to the other person's house. Right. So you have to make sure they are not serial killers. Right. And not many people want to do that on a first date. There's a lot of women um, who have hardcore rules that they will not go to a guy's house on a full date. Sure. Or they're not fully loaded. Right. And that's a valid concern. You know what I mean? I totally believe that. You and I have recorded about that before, that no guy should ever expect a woman to come to his house on a first date. Now, if they're both cool with that, because there are some women who are okay with that, if she has a good feel for the guy, if they had some good conversation or rapport beforehand, and she's trusting her instincts. I've had a lot of first dates, actually, where women wanted to come over to my house. It wasn't me trying to lure them over. It was actually like, hey, yeah, let's let's do a pizza or I can cook or something no, like that. pizza sounds so good. It I'm so hungry so right now, guys. <laughs> pizza always sounds good. No. And so, but majority of women don't want to do that. And I totally understand. Guys are freaking creepy. That's why. Yeah. A lot of guys can can be, obviously. But if you don't feel like waiting for the quarantine to be lifted around the country. Which, who the fuck knows when that's really going to be? Right. Like, we could be in here till like, June, guys. Right. Everything changes daily. So, if you don't want to wait to meet, then you might have to make an exception here that somebody does have to go to the other person's house. And this is the thing, ladies, just for my own safety, not only am I packing, and just in case also have a taser with me, or pepper spray. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't think it's legal to carry a taser anymore. So, pepper spray. I think um, those small, like, not the kind that shoots like the cops have, but I think those small, like, you think, press a button and it zaps yeah, somebody. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to carry those, Oh, honestly. I, I, anyway, I so, um, I think it's any funny police officers, yeah. I do not carry a taser with me. It's just pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't follow. Um, please don't follow me or arrest me. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, so if you have that opportunity, I would say 100% all the time, just go to the guy's house. Because yeah. just from personal experience, people... There are some guys that like to become a stalker Mm -hmm. and you do not want that in your life. Let me tell you, it is terrifying. Yeah. Um, So first off, it gives you, it shows you a, how this guy is living. Like, does he have roommates? Are they chill? Are they obnoxious? B, sanitation. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. how sanitary is this dude? Yeah. C, does he actually have bed sheets and curtains or does he still use like a fuzzy blanket from when he was like 12? (laughs) Yeah. Like, let's see how adult this boy really is. Yeah. And, you know, I can't believe I'm actually going to mention this part because it sounds so morbid and creepy to talk about. But if somebody is, is, if, if a guy has 
the inclination that he wants to kill you on the date, <laughs> which I, I don't think happens a lot on first dates. <laughs> it could happen, of course. Assaults happen, of course. The, the the killing part I don't think happens very often. But if it was going to, and I have no statistics to back this up, I am just going off the top of my head, my own sure. opinion. Mm-hmm. I believe that if he is going to kill you, he is going to do it if he went to your house on the date. If you came to his house, I don't think he's going to murder you in his house. I think he would. Really? Why would you think he wouldn't? Well, I don't know, because if you're accused of a crime or something like that, they're going to scour his house and all that stuff for evidence. I think... Whereas it's easier to do a random crime someplace else and leave, and they have no idea who who the person was who perpetrated it. Well, yeah, but they would have to know who did it to go to his house, you know? So, I don't know. I think he would rather do it at home because he knows the layout. He knows... What if he has, like, secret places that he hides all the bodies? Right. But that's it. Then you do have to hide the body at, at... somebody else's house you just leave them there you know yeah but if you hide the body there's no evidence right now no you know obviously this little part is tongue in we're ridiculous right (laughs) it's tongue in cheek and we're messing around but people are probably listening to this be like oh my my god God. i'm never going to do it or "Hmm, john kind of has a point there (laughs) or shay has a point a little debate i don't know all of you out there who are listening contact us and let us know your opinion is it easier on a first date, if you want to kill somebody, to kill them at their place or to kill them at your place? Oh, my God. <laughs> and we'll discuss. We're going to get so many serial killers <laughs> right. up in our DMs. Now, like I said, this was all tongue-in-cheek, but the first part of it actually wasn't. When I said that this might be a area where you're going to have to make an exception from one of your rules if you want to meet the person bad enough and you don't want to wait for, you know, quarantines to be lifted because, like we said, who knows when that's going to happen. So taking all the safety precautions aside, like Shay said, you know, if you have to have mace or if it's legal to carry a taser where you are, um, definitely let somebody else know where you're going, you know. Always let them know where you're going. Right. That sort of thing. So all those safety things assumed that you're going to do that. If you're willing to break your rule to go to somebody else's house on a first date, I actually think that's a good thing. Not the part of going to their house itself. That's not the part that I think is a good thing. I think that you're willing to break one of your rules and go out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and try something new. That is what I think is a good thing. No, it's going to be funny. People are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, Shay's fucking packing. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, never mind. Well, she's a tough chick to begin with. I mean, you can, you know, I don't think, like if you were threatened, I don't think you're the type that would cry and ball into a uh, fetal position. You know what I mean? I think you'd fight back, right? Uh, yeah, 100% fight back. I mean... Even without a weapon. Even without a weapon. Yeah, I do have some pretty strong legs, guys. I uh, yeah. was a figure skater for 12 years and also played volleyball. So back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got long nails. She'll gouge your eyes out. Pew, pew. <laughs> so I actually think it's a good thing that you get out of your comfort zone, especially when it comes to dating. You know... A lot of the outside of the box ideas or people willing to go outside their their comfort zone are the things that sometimes yield the most success. It's the it's an opportunity for you to like expand your horizons, mm-hmm. you know, break your rules, do something you otherwise wouldn't have done. Yeah, and it also like pushes got normally because guys are the ones normally asking out on the first date it's more than like oh let's just go grab drinks. It's like oh yeah fucker where the hell are we gonna go get drinks at? Yeah, exactly. So, Which I fucking love. Do you know if I went out 
with all the guys that asked me for to go get drinks and actually got drinks with them, I'd be a goddamn alcoholic. Yeah. Right. So let's. So if you guys are listening, which you fucking better be, <laughs> please be a little bit more creative than, hey, let's go get, get, get drinks, blah, blah, blah. It's like, why? Because why? guys, you know, they're not creative. They're, they think that's the standard, hey, let's get a drink sometime. And for those of you, you know, there's probably many women out there like Shay who they're actually using that as one of the processes of elimination, you know? Seriously. Like if a guy says to her, hey, you want to go get drinks right away? Me knowing Shay, that's a strike against him <laughs> just because he Shay. asked her, right? Just because he asked her for a drink, you know, to yeah, go out for a drink. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's like, this is the time to really impress a girl. So if right off the bat you're not trying whatsoever, that just shows you're not going to really probably try in a relationship yeah. either. Like right. you're going to put in negative effort. Right. Your goal is to be different than every other guy. There's. There's a hundred guys who are dr- trying to bang Shay or any other good-looking woman out there. Be different than those hundred different guys. They're all asking them out for drinks. Do something a little bit different. I like suggesting going out for apps just because I fucking love appetizers. And girls and love wanna, eating. Right. Like, girls love to eat. If they say, oh, I don't really like eating, they're liars. Right. I mean, yes, there are some people that are trying to stick to, like, a diet and stuff like that, but I can promise you there's places to go that you can still stick on your diet. Yeah. And apps suggests, it suggests, like, no pressure, casual, yeah, not like a cliche date. More, right. Too. Right. Room for more to expand, you know? So... You know, if it goes well, if you break your rules and do this, if it goes well, you may come out of it with the attitude like, hey, what was I so afraid of all along? And mm-hmm. then that may open your horizons to other things that you were initially afraid of and so on and so on. So, you know, it could be a very evolving way to think, you know. Now, I'm not telling everybody out there that that you should just go to people's houses on the first dates. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying consider it. Use all the pieces of the puzzle and all the evidence about the other person that you know, you know, the connection, the vibes, the conversations. Use all of that to kind of make a informed decision on if you're comfortable enough to go to their house. And um, like if you're not comfortable going to their house at the very first date, then come up with something else. Meet at a park real quick. Grab like a picnic. Do like the coffee date like I had done. Like do something sweet but still different because obviously you can't go places really that much. But like today it was almost 60 degrees and it was beautiful outside. Like meet at the dog park if you really want to go. Yeah. Super fun, cute little things that you could do if you are not comfortable immediately going to someone's house. Right. Right, that's not the only option. And Shay hit the nail on the head with everything that she was saying there is just because all the restaurants and bars are closed, the restaurants are closed to sit inside, but you can grab food to take out. And if it's nice out, you know, like we said, you could sit in a park, you could sit on a freaking curb with the person and eat ice cream and just have regular conversation. That's like, you know, or on the hood of your car, you know? And just talk. It's a little old school, but it might be refreshing because it's different, you know, than what we've been kind of pigeonholed into. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Like, honestly, this quarantine has done wonders for people, I feel like. Yeah. Minus the hoarders of toilet paper and shit. You guys can go (laughs) suck a duck. Right. Like, 
I feel like it's going to change the way people think about things. Yeah. Which I am so freaking excited about. Yeah. People have been annoying the shit out of me. Like I used to be <laughs> such a people person and now I'm like, I really just don't like people in general. Yeah. It makes dating a lot harder too because it just makes me hate people even more. Yeah, people really suck. God, they suck so I bad. mean, not all of you listeners. All of you are okay. You guys Everybody fucking, else. Everybody else sucks, but you guys, you suck. are the fucking bomb. Yeah, and we're not, <laughs> like we said, diluting what's going on out there. There's a lot of sick people. There's a lot of scared people. Some people, unfortunately, lost their lives. What we're trying to do is... You know, I don't want to. This is totally cliche phrase, but to make lemons uh, or lemonade out of lemons, you know oh what I mean? Is we're trying or to, margaritas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> With salt on the rim, With some limes, yeah. and woo. So I'm ready. Now here's a fun idea. What about a car date? I don't mean like banging in the back seat of the car, you know. Although <laughs> I, I guess mean, if, if it gets your, there, if that's your thing, then go for it. I have an Audi, and the back seat isn't that big, so that oh, could be... sir, don't even lie. You totally did it already before. <laughs> I have, maybe <laughs> have. Right, right. <laughs> that could be fun or bad. Bad because there's not a lot of room, but fun because it's like a game of Twister in the back seat. Oh my right. goodness! But I mean, so no, but that's not what I mean. I don't mean banging in your car. I mean. More like going for a drive and just talking. Imagine that, talking. If you're not good at eye contact, this is perfect for you because you stare straight ahead while you're still talking. <laughs> um, or, you know, especially if you have like some fun rapport with this person, like you had a lot of good like flirty texts and things or and DMs before you actually met, then it's good that you can like do something totally stupid and fun like carpool karaoke, like on James Corden's show. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Do that with a first date since Aww. you can't go out anywhere. How fun would that be? It would be so fun and stupid. Hopefully you guys have the same taste in music. Yeah. <laughs> go find that out real quick. Or just pick a random song on the radio and you just end up, you know, if you don't know the words and you, you stumble through it. But so that's a date idea, you know. And lastly, if you're just not comfortable meeting up with someone right now because of the social distancing, you know, you don't want, even if they're not sick, you don't want them giving you the potential virus and then you go give it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. If you're just not comfortable with that, then you can do what the the um, dating app suggested, which was virtual dates. Those are having short get to know you dates with someone via like Skype or FaceTime. You know, totally unorthodox and you, if somebody, when the, you know, in non-virus times, if somebody suggested that to me, I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, what is that? But in these like crazy times, why not? You know, if you're dying to meet somebody, hear their voice, but you want to see them face to face too, then try a virtual date on Skype or FaceTime. You could have a drink. You know, if that's your thing, you, you <laughs> both could have drinks. You could oh, you could do like a dinner date where you make yourselves like your dinner and you're like eating and you're toasting. Right. Aww. As silly as it sounds, that's a date. It's not much different than sitting just, across from somebody. Just think like if you guys like get married and stuff and like right. you tell the grandkids or like your kids like, oh, yeah, our first date was right. Skype date because it was right. during the coronavirus 2020 <laughs> right. epidemic. It would be like your grandparents telling you stories about the depression. <laughs> You're telling your grandkids about the coronavirus. Oh, my God. No, it's going to be hysterical because people are going to find other ways to use, like, other th things to use than, like, toilet paper, like, bidet, which I saw that you do have. I do. Um, and it's amazing. I saw this thing about people. There, It was, like, a meme. And it was, like, the year is, like, 2074. <laughs> and it's this kid that and he's, like, Grandpa, I found this in your attic. 
<laughs> and the kid brings down toilet paper. He's like, Grandpa, what is this? And the grandpa's like, oh, dear. That is something back from my day. I haven't seen one of those since 2020 or the epidemic of 2020. And honestly, toilet paper is going to like, even though it's like going crazy right now, people are going to become creative, guys, yeah. if it keeps going on like this. Yeah. With any luck. Um. So yeah, the Skype or FaceTime virtual dates. The only thing I got to say, it's sad that I even got to put this out there, but oh, guys, God. don't take your dicks out. No, it is hysterical. Uh, I already got a dick pic. Uh, I've been on Tinder for four <laughs> days and I've already gotten a dick pic. Of Are course you, you have. Me? Right. Of course you have. So if you're having a nice Skype, FaceTime date and virtual date and it goes a little flirty, Guys, don't take your dick out. I mean, don't don't be that uh, guy. That is God. the live version of dick pic. No, it's crazy too. What? Even when I'm swiping, there's like dick pics as their profile pictures on what? Tinder. And like, I know you come across a lot of like feet pics and stuff. Yeah. But I before, I don't right. remember there ever being dick pics yeah. as profile pictures back when I was on Tinder like a few months ago. Right. Like I don't see all the dick pics because obviously I don't see men's profiles. And you, you don't really see all should. the feet pics because you don't see the women's profiles. No. You really should though. That'd be hysterical. No way. Gross. My dick is the only one I want to see. <laughs> all right. So the key to keeping your dating life active during this crisis is to be creative, like Shay said, and be inventive. You know, hopefully we gave you a little bit of ideas. Embrace the quarantine and chill concept. You know, nothing in the country is business as usual right now. So why would dating be? So I'm curious to hear any of you listeners' ideas on things you're doing to keep your dating life going when it comes to your dating lives during this crisis. Those of you who are in relationships, Shay, you think there's going to be like when the history of this time is written, do you think this is going to be like a second baby boom? Honestly, I think it's going to be like either the biggest like breakups. And oh, yeah. Like people getting on each other's nerves. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to see all the fucking announcements. Yeah. Yeah. My Facebook's going to be flooded. <laughs> flooded. <laughs> So, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a baby boom or breakups, one or the other. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, it's also like a good way to see like if you would, guys would live together okay. So Yeah, it is a good test. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at TrulyShay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And thanks to Omaha Steaks for sponsoring the show today. All you meat lovers out there, go check them out and take advantage of their special offer. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. Remember, stay healthy, hang in there, and take care of yourself and each other. We're going to get through this together. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. 
and, and wash your hands. Later, babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.